This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. So this is Spits and Suds. I'm Gavin Spittle of 105.3 The Fan. He's Sean Shapiro of EP Ringside and Shap Shots. And Sean is coming to us live from the Board of Governors uh, NHL meetings in Florida. So we wanted to talk about that, you know. Uh, pretty cool that uh, this podcast is uh, able to give you those nuggets um, that are really important to the future of the NHL and the future of some franchises, and also affects your Dallas Stars. So let's get into the game last night. Um, Mm -hmm. I felt, so here's the way I kind of look at it. So against Ottawa and against Detroit, uh, I felt as though the hockey gods were on the Stars' side um, Mm -hmm. as far as picking up some late goals. And uh, I thought Detroit played really well over the weekend. I think they're a really good road team. Um, and I think they gave the stars some issues, but I, I didn't think it was like lack of play from the stars and the stars were able to pull off, uh, two points and Ottawa boy, I was glad they got, you know, one point and, you know, picking up two points. So to me, the hockey gods took one of those points away last night. I think, I think the stars played well. Um, I think Ottinger played really well. Anytime you're just giving up two goals against the the Penguins. Um, you know, that's terrific. I'll take that. Uh, but they are, or we're going up against a red hot goaltender and Tristan Jerry, a red hot streaking penguins team who after starting off the season, red hot went super cold and now they're red hot again. And it was one of those things where, you know, a point was on the table and, uh, unfortunately with about 30, uh, seconds left, um, you know, there was a scrum in front of the net and the puck came loose and Malkin was the right place at the right time. I mean, if we really, really want to get into it, I think Jason Robertson kind of lost Malkin, you know, had his stick up and kind of lost track of the puck. I think he probably could have, you know, lifted it, but. And Robertson took uh, that, that play. I went and watched that play quite a bit yeah. this morning. Actually, I rewatched it. Um, Robertson's body language has taken some heat on that but um i actually it's 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 been a rope hints actually has robertson all not robertson has malkin in a spot where he should not let him go on that spot to me like it's something where it's like robertson definitely uh you're not you're not excusing it but it's with with Hence, you're you're also wondering why he's the one that actually has Malkin stick up on this play, and you're like, why did why did Hints let him go as well? And yeah. it's just kind of, so it's kind of a and I don't know maybe there was a communication, maybe Hints assumed Robertson had him or some something was said, I don't know, but essentially there's it's a it's a play that it's bad luck for Jake Ottinger who makes a nice play with the poke shack, and if that puck goes a millimeter one direction or the other, it's it's either it's 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 pucks to the corner or and this game's headed to overtime. 
And the other thing too, that I, you see in that moment, just situational awareness, like I know you don't want to go into overtime on a penalty kill, but you take, you, you yeah. grab, you, you, you tackle like you, he's like, for lack of a better word, you tackle Absolutely. in that situation. Like Absolutely. You, you take, you, you take, you take the penalty to get the point. <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah. So. No, you, you absolutely do. And, you know, I mean, most goals in the NHL, usually if you really want to hyper-focus is some kind of defensive mm-hmm. breakdown. Yeah, um, yeah. I did want to talk about the second line because that's yeah. now mm-hmm. a topic that continues to be brought up and Ty Delandria was on that line. And I like the aspect of Ty Delandria getting that shot because I think, Delandria brings a lot to the table. One thing I really like is not afraid to go into the dirty area in front of the net. I think the stars need that. Another thing, not afraid to go into the corners, and he provides a lot of energy for that line, and I kind of like the Marchman size matched up with the Delandria energy, um, which hopefully could free up Tyler Sagan a little bit more. Um, So, you know, I kind of like what Pete DeBoer's uh, trying there. Um, I wanted to get your thoughts on Delandry there. And then, you know, I, I feel bad if I keep bringing up Radic Foxa. <laughs> um, but, you know, yeah. I mean, last night it wasn't just Foxa. But three of those penalties in which I watched were just simply one-handed swipes with your stick, which caused, you know, slashes. Um, and to me, it's like those are those are the unnecessary penalties. One led to a goal. But those are the unnecessary penalties that kind of kills your momentum. I get that, you know, if you're if you're trying to catch up to the person and you're trying to escape parallel, but at the same time, you know, a reach out with the stick could be just as effective. Um, you know, so those are the only things if I'm nitpicking. But overall, I thought, you know, it was a good effort against a Stanley Cup contender. They absolutely are a Stanley Cup contender in Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, they're on. Is, and they've been pushing. Um, I mean, I, I don't know how many people realize too. Like, you watched a guy play last night who had a stroke two weeks ago. Yeah, that is absolutely amazing. And I apologize like, for not bringing that up. And he really is overshadowed by Malkin and, and uh, Crosby. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, I mean, he's had a tremendous career and he continues to be so efficient and has kind of denied defied an aging curve like that pittsburgh team is they're good <laughs> yeah like they're they're just good um and dallas like to get to to your question um i think ty Del- you want to keep elevating ty delandria to find out what ty delandria's ceiling really is because i don't know what's um, Ty Delandria's ceiling really is. I'd like to like. I, I think is he is he a top six second line center? Um, is he just a middle? Is is he just kind of more of that middle of the lineup guy who gets elevated when there's guys injury? Like I I want to know the answer to that, and I I like that we're trying to kind of figure out and learn that on the fly right now. Um, 
So I like that. I, I definitely, I, I like seeing Delandry get that opportunity. I'd like to see him grab it and build on it. I'd like to see a little bit more of what he's going to be in the long term because as you, you brought up Foxa, like that's Fox is a perfect, it's fitting actually because it's Fox is a perfect example to talk about where you bring in a first round pick and what, what are they? And Foxa we've learned is essentially he's a, he's actually been a good penalty killer this year. We got to give him. Yeah, no, that. absolutely. Yeah, he yeah, is yeah, a good yeah, penalty yeah, killer. Yeah. 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 But like, but at five on five, he's been very, he's been, he's been bad. Yeah. Like um, it's uh, so, but Fox, I want to find out what Ty Delandria is before it gets to the spot where I'm signing him to $3.25 million per year contracts. Like that to me is like, I think Fox, it's, it's actually really a great thing that you brought them two up in the same sentence because Fox is the cautionary tale that you need to figure out what Delandria is now before you pay him to be something he's not. And I think that is, that, that is kind of the lesson from what happened with Fox uh, to bring it up to, to, as, as we connect this to Delandria. So well done on that, on, on to tee that up for me, Gavin. Well done. <laughs> All right, let's start. Let's talk about Riley Tuff. Um, should we call him Tufty or Tuft? It's Tufty. Tufty. Riley yeah. Tufty. Um, it's been an interesting career as far as being in the Dallas Stars organization. Uh, a number one draft pick who has not panned out, um, who the Stars waived, uh, and he cleared waivers. So he went and played for the Texas Stars and has actually been playing really well. Got the call up and uh, wanted to get your thoughts whether or not he would break the lineup. My only thing is... I kind of like the players in the lineup right now. I don't think this is the proper time to sit a Dennis Gurionov. I think we've seen three of the best games of Gurionov this year. Um, blocked a shot last night, uh, playing better defensively. I'm not saying he's great defensively. I'm just saying there have been improvements in the last three games. Uh, so then you look at, all right, who do you sit? Do you sit Kiviranta? I don't think you can sit Kiviranta, as you mentioned, Fox on the power play. So to me, Tufty's just their, uh, you know, a, a, in insurance policy on this trip. Thoughts? I I agree with that. That's that's why he's there. I mean, he's not. I don't see any reason to pull anyone out of the lineup or make any changes. Um, but when you go on a road trip like you do, and you have a back to back, and every you need another body. You need another body. You need another person there. Um, Especially when, so I, yeah, it's, that's why Riley Tufty's there. He may not play. I mean, it's just like there was earlier in the season where there's times where Matty Blumel got called up and then didn't actually play. Um, I think it was uh, Frederick, uh, was it Carl's? Was it uh, Frederick Carlson? I think who got called up and who was up and didn't play. Yes. Like, yeah. I, like it's like, I think this is going to be unless, uh, unless there's an injury or someone has a pretty egregious uh, failure of playing. I, I don't think Tufty gets into the lineup. Now it's hockey. People get hurt. He could play, but I, I, I don't like, I don't, the plan right now is not to play Tufty. Yeah. And I think it's a pretty good indicator of what Tufty's done that he, he was the one that got the call up this time. That's good. And I would like to see Tufty become in the future. Like I would like to see, when you rebuild this, when you build the stars roster in the future, I would like to see Luke, the Luke Lindettings of the world replaced by Riley Tufty. Like 
that's what I would like to see in the future. Now, I'm not saying I want Luke Lindening taken out of the lineup right now, but I just think, and that's the future plan, I think. And right now, Tufty to me is essentially, uh, I wouldn't even call him a 4A player, like, because he's not, but he's uh, he's just kind of a complimentary piece that you have. And the fact you waved him earlier this season, the fact you moved around some things like that, I don't think the stars are also overly worried about him becoming, I think internally the fact of how much some other draft picks have panned out, they're not kicking themselves to try to force him to work, which may be the best thing for both sides, actually. Yeah. 